snippets of timeless classics with ramblings on everything bookish, Ink and Quill connects you with literature, culture and writers in China and around the globe. Discovering literature and following stories behind your favorite authors. This is Ink and Quill. I'm your host, Yang Yong. The gaming arena and literary world may sound like two irrelevant territories, but in recent years, from Lord of the Rings, Dungeons and Dragons fiction to Assassin's Creed, video games and books started to become intimate companions. But when, how, and why would video games, the spiritual poison that corrupts our youth in the eyes of many old-fashioned people, and book the lame, unsightly antique for today's teens, become bedmates? So, in the next half an hour, let's listen to the panel discussion of our reporters as they try to find out the answers. Hi, this is Book Chad. I'm Shi Yu. I'm Doris, and I'm Sam Duckett. One of the reasons why we think it would be a great idea to have our geek culture expert Sam on the show is that recently a mobile game called Omuji, or commonly known as Inyangshi in Chinese, has become extremely popular. I had never played the game before, but we were talking about this previously, Shiyu, and it sounds like it is a huge game that was really popular in China.、Mm-hmm. It has received rave reviews from Chinese gamers. So basically, said in ancient Japan, the story is about how Abeno Senmen, this famous magician and fortune teller, tries to retrieve his lost memories. It's a typical simulation game, nothing unusual. Well, until one day, someone reminds me. The whole game is actually adapted from a novel. Really? So, is the storyline of the video game similar to that of the storyline in the novel? No, no. It borrows characters and settings from the book, but the storyline in the game is completely different, which I think is pretty common. But the popularity of Omuji makes me wondering: How often do we turn a novel into a game? And how often does it work for the other way around? I think it's gotten a lot more easier for us to adapt a book into a game than it was years past. If you look at old technology,、mm-hmm. a lot of the time you had great storytellers, but they were limited. By the devices that they were working on. Now、mm-hmm. we skip for two decades to the year 2016, and we've got the PlayStation 4, the PS4 Pro, the Xbox One. We've、mm-hmm. got great devices that allow us to tell stories in a really detailed way that wasn't possible in the past. And it's meant that when you play a good video game now, it's like watching a high-budget TV series or an、mm. extended movie. And that's something that we've only really been able to do over the past couple of years. Yeah. Technology has diversified our ways of telling the story, but I don't see a lot of video games being turned into novels or even online fiction. Maybe people are just too lazy, or they think that it will be more approachable or、um, reach a wider audience if it's turned into movies like World of Warcraft or made into a TV show. Doris does make a good point that we don't really see these great games being turned into books. But part of me thinks that's because they've already had success on the small screen.、Mm-hmm. So if you're going to try and make more money from this and keep milking this cow, it seems the most logical step forward would be to try and put it on the big screen as a film. 
But、yeah. the interesting thing is the World of Warcraft and the Prince of Persia. Even though they've been turned into movies, they didn't make a lot of money in North America. The World of Warcraft in China has made a ton of money, probably ten or fifteen times that of its budget. But in America, you know, very few people went to see it. So I don't know if it is a successful storyline to be put into novels further down into the future. That's a very good point, actually,、mm. because I think the concept of turning a video game into a film is more complex than we give it credit for. You've basically got a system where we can interact with the action, which means there isn't as much stress needed to be put on the story because you know that the user is going to be having fun. And looking at this from a different perspective from what he would a film or a TV show.、Mm-hmm. So you've had loads of successful video games where we've interacted with the story in a fun way, and it hasn't worked out really well in film. Exactly. I mean, how many of you went to watch Angry Birds that、oh, came out recently? It, it came really, out, it, right? It's been recently released on、um, Chinese TV because it was free. I thought, you know what? I'll give it a go. I'll watch it, and I watched half of it, and it was so bad. <laughs> That the only way I could have continued to watch it is if someone was there paying me for every ten minutes that I had to watch that film. Yeah, so sometimes a video game may not turn into a successful film just because the lack of storyline. Doris makes the great point, but some games, on the other hand, really should be films. I recently got through playing the video game Uncharted, and I think we checked this up, and it's based on a comic book. I might be wrong there. But it was a fantastic linear story game about families, about relationships, about exploring and finding treasure, and it felt like a film from start to go that I was just part of. I was part of that cast. The way that they do storytelling in that is really amazing.、Mm, the potential of video game is that it's a storytelling media. It could tell a story as good as the fiction does. Yes, I think character games when you can be a character within the storyline makes it sort of stronger and makes it more.、Um, and the well, it's not just that; it's the actors. It's、yeah. they're getting in big names to do the voices for these games now.、Mm-hmm. I, the acting community understands that video games are now part of their profession. That there's now a new platform. The other great thing about video games is the amount of control. They have in the way that they edit the scenery. The other big game that I got through recently that Shu kindly told me was based on a book was a、uh, Bloodborne. Yeah, that's a really famous one. Bloodborne for me was an epic six months to a year of my life.、Mm-hmm. But the thing about Bloodborne that was really cool, it had no storytelling, and it told a story. What? And what I mean by that is there is no mid-game cutscenes. There was no voice roles. There was no acting.、Mm-hmm. You you learnt about the game from the surroundings around you and the world you're placed in. You're placed in a lost and forsaken city,、yeah. and the walls are covered with gore, and you've got ghosts travelling through the floors, and you can tell just by by being there that there's a kind of sadness. And loss that's happened to this city, and they tell the entire story、mm-hmm. via the surroundings that you're in. It's really powerful. That I just didn't want to put the game down. But when you're talking about the Bloodborne, it makes me wondering: those games based on books, I think they share the similar themes. You know, adventure, horror, thriller, or fantasy, or sci-fi. Yeah, but Shu, you've got to think about this. Look at the movie industry. Look at the biggest grossing films every year: Guardians of the Galaxy, Captain、mm-hmm. America, The Avengers, Batman vs Superman. Why、mm. do they make so many films of that kind? It's because they know that those are the biggest money makers. 
But how about the romance of Three Kingdoms? Both China and Japan have made tons of video games based on this classic. It's partly fictional, it's partly historical.、Uh, the Three Kingdoms, I think, in the gaming world, is called Dynasty Warriors. I hate those games beyond <laughs> belief. Like, really? Like, if you ever want to torture me, lock me in a room and make me play Dynasty Warriors for an evening, I would probably go insane. It's one of those games that I think was limited by its time. You've got all these great uniforms and colors and settings from the、uh, Three Warring States period, but it's not animated very well. And there's just so much of running around and slashing and hitting and fighting and punching and kicking. And it's just one continuous. Semi-fast pace, and it just becomes monotonous and boring. I think it's different because they target at different audiences. For you, Sam, for example, you want the experience, you want the story. But for some, when they play Dynasty Warriors, they know the history really well. They just want to, well, play the characters. That's very true. That's the reason that Marvel does so well. If, if, why do people go to watch Marvel films? Partly because those films are now very well acclaimed. But at the beginning, it was because we read those comic books and we wanted to go see films about the comic books we were reading as kids. It's a very similar business model between Marvel and the Dynasty Warriors franchise. But when you're talking about comic books, I was thinking about some video games like Injustice and Ultimate Spider-Man. I mean, you have already knows any. Why do you go to play those games? Yeah, but the problem with Injustice is, is it tries to do too much. Injustice tries to tell you a story, and it tries to be a competitive esports game at the same time. Yeah, but I think people want to play those games based on the comic books just because they find the story fascinating when they first read the comic books, and they want to be immersed into the story. They want to become a character. They want to be a hero. That's why a lot of kids dress、That's... up as Superman, Batman, or Spider Man for their Halloween costume. It's really embarrassing, but she's a hundred percent right. It's the same reason that I purchased Dragon Ball Xenoverse. When I was pressing the buttons, I was kind of saying it along with him. I was out there going Kamehameha. Seriously, <laughs> I loved the Dragon Ball、oh. comics when I was a kid. I looked at the review of Xenoverse, and I think IGN and game trailers they all gave it a really bad review. And I thought, yeah, but I really want to be Goku. So yeah, I mean, if you look at most of the video games, it's always about hero versus villain, and most people want to be the hero. For example, like Super Mario. You know, not to mention Superman, Batman. Spider-Man games and also among other games, it's always the desire to want to be a hero and save all the people、It、attracts most people to play these games. And it's very true, although it's a truth that's kind of deteriorating to a certain extent.、Uh, a few years back, we had the release of the game The Last of Us that was also re-released on the PlayStation Four,、mm-hmm. and that was the first time where you really looked at a new concept of that you were controlling a guy and a girl. Who weren't heroes? It's a zombie apocalypse game, and the interesting thing about that is that The Last of Us. You think of it, and you think, "Oh wow, another zombie apocalypse game!" Didn't I just get through playing Resident Evil Five and Resident Evil Six and、mm-hmm. all, the, all those other、yeah. Biohazard games、yeah. and Silent Hill? And the funny thing is, it was one of the best stories ever told. And it was one of those things where it almost became a cult, where the story was so gripping. Because let's face it, you know, zombie apocalypse has been done quite a lot. We've seen lots of films and lots of games where they've tried to tackle this, but、mm-hmm. it had never been done with so much desperation 
and such a sense of you know feeling sad for these people that have been exposed to this environment. So video games are kind of like novels in that way. It's about the depth of the story. It's about how good the storyline is, and that's what most people like in books. If they want to read a book, for example,、mm. Harry Potter, because it has a good storyline. It has all these references, and J.K. Rowling did her research really well. For example, like the Greek references, the Roman references, the you know. The Arab references to the magic carpet, or whatever. So people want a good story, whether it's in video game or in books or in television. That was Shuru, Doris, and Sam talking about the prospect of gaming novels. It seems that some games have already reached the level of sophistication in storytelling that we usually find in literature. Some of them even drop themes that are deeply complicated and philosophical. No wonder some gamers claim that video games should also be considered as a form of literature. To find out more about this topic, they will continue the discussion after this short break. How to adapt a thriller into a movie? What is your favorite toilet reading? And when to give up on paperback? Want to know the answers? Join our discussion about all the trendiest topics on Ink and Quill. Guys, we have talked a lot about gaming novels. Most of the games we just mentioned faithfully follow the original storyline from the books. But I don't know whether you have played a game based on Dante's Inferno. In this game, your character is named Dante for some uncreative reason, and he has to travel to hell and kill monsters. So it has already deviated a lot from the original poem. I can't remember whether it is. God of War or Devil May Cry? That's Devil May Cry. I actually like that story. Loads of people give Devil May Cry grief, but I actually thought it was really good fun. The game you're talking about, God of War. Yeah, that's、um, a terrible one. I, well, I'm going to say this: God of War is a lot of running around, hacking and slashing, hacking and slashing,、yeah. hacking and slashing. It's got its perks, but at the end of the day, it's not a great example of storytelling. Now, having said that. The new God of War, which I think is set to come out early 2017, looks like it's going to have some of the best storytelling that we've seen in video games. They're taking it down a notch. They're making it a lot slower. They're showing the human side of the characters. They're showing how they have feelings and how they all have a conscience.、Mm-hmm. I've got to be honest. I saw the trailer for the new God of War at E3. I'm genuinely excited. It's a game that I definitely will buy. Personally, I think the key lies within target audiences. Several days ago, I even find out a game based on The Great Gatsby. I've never played The Great Gatsby. It's really stupid. But it's, I mean, The Great Gatsby is a great story, and a lot of people have great things to say about the book itself. But being turned into a video game is kind of different. Some plotline just doesn't work. As video games, yeah, that's that's a very good point. You do get some plot lines that just you think, why have you made this into a video game? The biggest、yeah. examples I can think of are Harry Potter and the Lord of the Rings.、But、Great、Harry、films,、good. terrible、uh, games. Do have a good time hacking at Lord Voldemort for <laughs> I don't know five <laughs> to seven minutes. But 
I remember when I played The Great Gatsby. It's about you're trying to find hidden objects, and will help you to pursue the American、ah. dream. I said,、like, "What is going on here? How is that related to the American dream? It's like <laughs> that sounds terrible. People, I would not、yeah. play that. Do people think that like American dreams is all about like money and treasures and、uh, materialistic things? But okay, enough talking about games based on Western literature. Have you guys ever played a Chinese one? Chinese games. Based on books, I played Dodiju on my iPad. Does that count? No, it's not. <laughs> I played Dodiju too, and、um, Papalong. <laughs> What people? You、yeah. really need to level up. I think there's one thing different in China that we have so many mobile games and web games that are adapted from online fictions instead of serious literatures. So, have you played any web games, Sam? Yeah,、I've, I once had someone say to me that you know, as you get older in life, you your time is scarce. So you, you, <laughs> you, you, you get, if you're going to play video games, you should treat it like a sport. You know, play the ones that are really important and forget the rest. When I was a kid, I don't want to specify as to China or Japan or anywhere, but let's just say Asian video games、mm. were really popular, and they、yeah. were doing the best job. At, they were leading the world in storytelling.、Mm-hmm. And I think the two best examples of that are the early Final Fantasy games, so seven,、mm-hmm. eight, and then you have Metal Gear Solid. That Actually, was about the corruption of American politics, but it was produced by Konami, which is a Japanese company.、Uh, but those were two fantastic games at the time that told stories really well. The problem with that is, is that they've kind of passed their peak, and Japan are trying to do this weird K-pop thing with storytelling now, where every oh ev- role-play games. Yeah, is that something like that? Fantasy Fifteen, for example, is like six men who are really thin and pale and have. <laughs> Gender-neutral haircuts,、oh、and you、goodness. look at it, and it's like, well, yes, I'm sure there are some people out there that want to pretend they're D Dragon with a sword, but <laughs> at the same time, it's not what you call ideal storytelling. And during that time, where Japan has gone on this weird K-pop kind of vibe thing, the Western markets have really caught up, and you've got great examples that we've talked about today, like Uncharted and、uh, Bloodborne, and one that we haven't mentioned, which is. Probably one of the best examples of storytelling in video games out there is The Witcher, and I know the、oh, Witcher was based、oh. on books, and I know The Witcher is based on a book,、mm. and it's. I didn't actually get into The Witcher because when it came out, I my life was being absorbed by Bloodborne. But The Witcher basically is Bloodborne, but with a good linear spoken story. Now I'm not、yeah. saying one is better than the other; it depends on what you want. But I'm not going to say that The Witcher was a bad game. It was fantastic, and in terms of turning a book into a game and telling that story well, it gets full marks. And back to my original point, yeah. So you look at how the West has advanced, and you look at how Japan's gone on this weird K-pop thing, and it just feels like all of our focus is now really focused is really on Europe and the United States for good storytelling. Well, I think in Asian countries, just like Japan and China. Gaming used to be a male dominant spectrum, but now we have so many female gamers. You have to design something to satiate their hunger, including hunger for romance. Several days ago, I came upon a game inspired by Jane Austen's works. Can you say it's a bad thing? I mean, Asian game developers just want to target at young women. Funny enough, one of my favorite video game bloggers is actually a female, and she was one hundred percent right. It happened almost secretly, but we've gotten to a point now where it feels like 
video games, in some extent, are more of a girl than a guy thing. Mm. My, my wife, for example, last night, I was at home perfectly content with reading some stuff online. She's like, Sam, can we play some Yoshi's Island? Yeah, go on then if you want, and I and, <laughs> and it it shows you how that it is becoming very gender neutral. I almost want to see, in certain regards, female orientated. So is it a surprise at all that there are more females playing the video games than males? No, it's the video game developers have finally realized that、yes. girls have money too. Because last time we talked about fan economy, I think most、mm. of people are going to play. I don't know Harry Potter games probably are women. Yeah. yeah, I mean, even like guys, fan economy is huge in this. Like the reason that I've got Dragon Ball, the reason that I played the Naruto game, the reason that you play all those kind of games is complete、mm. fan economy,、mm-hmm. and that also translates into games that are made from books. I mean, it's not as big as with comic books, but you do get some people that play these games because they've read the original source material. Yeah, yeah. So a good book makes a good video games, makes a good movies. But does it all start from the book, or does it start from somewhere else as well? Depends on the source material. If you, you、yeah. there are some stuff that's very neutral that you can make on different platforms. There are some stuff that can only be books, and some stuff that can only be TV shows. I mean, I've heard from our colleague Byron how the TV show of Game of Thrones is meant to be is great, but apparently it's meant to be nowhere near as good as the Almighty books. And if you haven't read the books, you're not a true fan. Of course. <laughs> Yeah, see, how,、oh. <laughs> she apparently agrees. So yeah, apparently there are certain stories that are best told on certain platforms. Yeah, I'm wondering if Game of Thrones gets to be turned into a video game. Has, there is a game of Game of Thrones. It's terrible. Really, it's、Ugh. not fun. But I looked at it on the PS Store a few months back, and it just didn't look worth buying. The thing is, like, it all depends on how you make it, right? If you make it into an、right. interesting video game, and a lot of the time you you get the situation where these stuff are purely made on fan economy, and they're not made. As a good product that could、mm. sell on its own,、yeah. uh, Game of Thrones is a perfect example of that. The Dragon Ball game that I played recently is another example of that. Yeah. So you, honestly, if you wanted a good medieval story,、mm. you would have a lot more fun playing The Witcher、yeah. than you would Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah, I heard the original works of Witcher didn't sell very well. Besides Poland, it was until the Witcher's video game got popular that other readers around the world started to take notice. Yeah, but do you think people、yes. need to read book? To be able to play the video games, no, not necessarily. It's time. It's the same as Game of Thrones. Although people like Shu are always going to tell me, you you need to read the book. I fully understand as much of the story as I need, having just seen the TV series. And that same logic does apply to many good games. So when you play Witcher, does it make you want to read the books? So, or do you think that playing the video game is fine? I'm fine playing the game because it's so intensive. I mean, I think The Witcher's got like a forty-hour time span. Like if I'm going to spend forty hours on the game,、yeah. there's no way I'm going to spend additional ten or fifteen hours on the book. Well, I might be different. I play lots of game based on Jin Yong's martial art works. I play because I read the books. So, have you ever played a game first and read the book?、Uh, Very rarely. Dynasty Warrior. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Can you go read Bloodborne? Like, I I don't know what the story is about. But I guarantee Bloodborne will be a very interesting book. I think if you're going to pick up a book based on a game, that should be the next one you read. Read the Bloodborne and possibly read the Ritual as well. Sounds good. Sounds like a great plan. So, do you think video games and books should work hand in hand? Is it a rising trend? I think that's been going on for a while. The biggest example I think of where books and games have been working hand in hand would be the old Final Fantasy games. Final Fantasy VII was a great game. I was about twelve when I played that game, but it took me like six months to do. 
because there was so much reading and so much grinding. It was so slow paced. It was the perfect harmony of book and game. But it's definitely something they've been doing for a while. I mean, the big difference is, is that because voice acting has become so popular in games now that we don't really get that many games where reading is a huge part of it. That was more of an early 2000s thing. It's now more of a marriage between film and game. As where in the past, yeah. if you go back and, pick, and buy an old PlayStation 1, mm -hmm. there were plenty of games on that platform where it was yeah. a marriage of literature and gaming. Mm -hmm. Because now people are more into watching web series like yeah. we yeah. talk about yeah. and watching films rather than reading books. So for now, I think um, companies are looking to adapt um, video games into films rather than adapting them into novels. Maybe online fiction, since it's gaining popularity in yeah. China, that will change the game a bit. Maybe well, we'll it has see. Already been yeah, maybe we'll see fan fictions or online fictions fiction. written about video games. One quick example I want to give of where you can find a lot of written work in video games in the modern day era is the example we mentioned earlier, Uncharted for a Thief's End. Although that's primarily a marriage of video games and film, they do put a lot of reading in it as well. There are loads of manuscripts and documents you can find mm -hmm. that have loads of great historical context, yeah. uh, some of it fictitious, some of it based on truth. Either way, there's a lot of reading in that. And it's funny. It's a game to be commended because it is the perfect triangular three-way marriage of film, video games and books. And it does so in quite an eloquent way in which you can choose which one you want to divulge into more. Right. It's time for us to end today's book chat. Strongly advise you guys to check out all these books and video games we just mentioned. I fully agree. Go check out those good games. But be prepared. Some of them are quite difficult and quite challenging and watch the film and read the books afterwards. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Shiru, Doris and Sam exploring the intertwined relation between books and the gaming world. Hope you enjoyed today's program as much as I did. Don't forget that there are always more interesting happenings in the literary world. To find out more about us, you are always welcome to follow our Facebook account, China Plus. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Yang Yong. Goodbye.